Learning and Development, Episode 4, That's Not My Cookie. Written by Michelle Whelan. Narrated by AI Simulation, Ellie. My day would always start the same. Standing in front of the door of my office block, staring at the disaster called a door. I dreamed of throwing my coffee cup through it a number of times, so we could just get a new one. I saw past the logo on the door to see Chastity sitting and talking on the phone. Another wish is to find someone else to replace her. I took a deep breath in and pushed the door open. Oh, good morning, Sarah. Are you ready for the big meeting today? Chastity asked. I smiled at her and raised my eyebrows. What big meeting? I asked her. Why does she know more about this company than I do? And I'm the freaking boss. You guys scored big this time. A huge client is asking for your help, she said. Once again, I had no idea what she was on about. I walked over to Doug to find him typing away in his office. We scored big? I asked him as I placed my stuff down. What? He responded. Chastity said we scored big with a new client. And how she knew before me? I asked. Because she got in on time, unlike you, Doug said back. Yes, it was only 9.30, but so what? I am the boss. I wouldn't say we scored big with our new client. Let's just see what they want first. Doug continued. We might be able to give them what they want. You make it sound like we can't do anything, I told him. We need this, especially after our last client. I know you like to have a good reputation, but handing out eight weeks of work for free put us in a bit of a pickle. I know. You remind me every day, he added as he pointed to the hangout room. That piece of paper, the one used to negotiate payments with Mrs. Barton, had a smiling face on it. I decided to frame it and place it in our hangout room. Everyone does that with this first dollar they earn from their first customer. Nope, not us. We have a piece of paper with a smiley face on it. I sent you the brief, Doug said, and he went back to work. I finally got to my office, placed all my stuff down, opened my email, and saw what Doug had sent. It was an email from Chuck Strong asking for online training for his company, Wellness, an alternative medication center for those who need extra help. So the email states, Interesting, I thought. I wonder what extra help people need. I sat at my desk, rereading the proposal attachment repeatedly, ensuring I had caught everything. It was a simple proposal. The usual courses they wanted to be built, like OH and S and compliance courses, but because they are an alternative medicine company, they also asked for online courses about how to farm their products, how to sell them in the stores, the different types and strengths, terminology to use, and how to use their medicine. There was quite a list of demands on this proposal. I thought the last client was terrible with a 400-page essay on ancient worlds. This guy sent over a 40-page proposal. There wasn't a meeting until this afternoon, so I had some time to myself. I like to continue listening to podcasts and design stuff in my spare time at work. I enjoy designing. I design things like stickers and t-shirts, stuff for side hustling in, and place them on an artist's website for sale. I do make a tiny fortune from it, just enough to pay for essential things like food and rent. I was so deep into listening to my latest episode of a new podcast Spotify recommended to me and my design work that I almost forgot the time. Something in the corner of my eye drew my attention away from my screen. I watched Doug walk past my office with a small group of people, about three of them. However, one person stood out the most. He hung back from the group. He was in a casual suit, a navy blue suit, with a white shirt and the top button undone, while the others dressed very hipster and casually. I sat there watching them walk past without moving a muscle. It was like they were walking past my office in slow motion, proving they were the top bitches of the school. I noticed something about the well-dressed guy hanging behind. 
He turned his head and looked at me, then gave me a wink. I didn't know where to look after that. I turned my head left, then to the right, then at my screen, and then at my desk. What the hell just came over me? I can't walk into this meeting feeling like, well, like this. Wait, what am I feeling here? It's kind of hot flushed, especially in my cheeks. No, I'll wait for chastity to settle them before entering. I did my usual checks and made sure I had my notepad and pen. I grabbed my jacket and rolled my sleeves down. For some reason, I didn't want to show off my tattoos. I made sure my makeup was straight, took one deep breath, and headed to the boardroom. I walked into the boardroom to find Doug sitting in front of the team, casually talking away. I joined them when the guy in the suit stood and leaned over the table. Hey, I'm Chuck, he said, as he placed his hand out to shake it. I stood there staring at him. Somehow the whole English language just left me. Why couldn't I talk? Sarah? Doug nudged me. Sorry, Sarah, I finally said as I took his hand to shake. We sat down, and I tried to gather my thoughts while the room fell silent. Doug finally said, We have read your proposal, and we are intrigued by it. This made Chuck smile a little. He had a great smile, which made me smile. Doug and Chuck continued to talk while I sat there staring at Chuck until I heard, Sarah? I slightly turned my head towards the sound of my name, still in a daze, to find Doug staring at me. What? I answered him, trying to figure out what was being said. What do you think? Doug answered me with another question. I am still trying to figure out what has been said. I sat in this meeting daydreaming, not even paying attention to the matter. I needed to answer them and make it out that I understood what was said. Yeah, good. This will cover my ass. Sarah means we can take on such a huge task. But remember, the time frame is very close and only two of us are here. Doug answered for me. I have no idea what is happening anymore, and my mind is elsewhere. I know I am a professional and need to show it here, but for some reason I found it very hard to concentrate on this meeting. All I can hear is Doug and Chuck talking away. As Chuck and his team left, I was able to think straight again. I walked into Doug's office and asked him, So, um, what was that meeting all about? Doug stopped what he was doing and looked at me. I could see him trying to figure out what I was asking of him. Well, we are building online courses for Chuck's wellness company. I sat there nodding, still trying to understand what was happening. Finally, Doug put down his pen and looked directly at me. He wants us to do everything from farming, manufacturing, sales, and OH&S. I looked at the PDFs and step-by-step -step guides his team has sent. We can build this into 10 modules for each topic. There is a folder on our Google Drive full of content and style guides. Doug took a deep breath before saying, Sarah, are you up to the challenge? You didn't seem to be in the right mind in that meeting. I never seen you like that. No, I'm fine. I don't know what happened. I answered him. I can do this. I'll start storyboarding. A few days passed and I created storyboards for some topics. Mostly, the sales topic and compliance were easy to do. The OH&S is our basic standard course with a few extra bits thrown into the mix. I entered the office space and tried to ignore chastity. I entered my office to find Chuck sitting at my desk. I emailed him a couple of times since the last time we met to get more of an understanding of some of these courses, but I didn't expect him to sit at my desk like he naturally works here. Why can't people just email the answers? Morning, he said, once he noticed me standing there. He looked different from how he had been the last time we met. He was more casual, in jeans and a t-shirt with a flannel over the top, but he still had good hair. Morning? I answered him curiously. I put my bag down on the couch in my office and pulled out my laptop. Why are you here? I asked him. 
I was finally learning the English language. You wrote to me, so I thought it would be a good idea to pop in and answer your list of questions, he said while leaning back in the chair. An email would have worked. You don't need to pop in whenever I email you, I told him, still standing there with the laptop in my hands. Yeah, but this way we can go for a coffee and talk more, he said as he got off the chair. Talk more? What the hell is he on about? As he walked towards me, he made a little hand gesture between us and added, This could be a good time to get to know each other as well. He stood in front of me, quite close, smiling at me, hoping for me to give in to his demands. I could smell how good he was, and it became intoxicating. I forgot my morning coffee, and I need one. I leaned my head back, smiling away. Fine. I do need a coffee. He grabbed his phone and looked at it before saying, Come on, Sarah, I know a great place around here. I sat down in this cute little cafe with coffee in hand. I sat there looking around this cafe. It was small, and yes, it was cute, but my attention was drawn back to Chuck, who was leaning over his coffee, staring at me. We were sitting at a table that was lower to the ground, like we were drinking from a coffee table. I didn't know what to say. That motion of not being present is coming back to me. I sat there awkwardly, smiling away at Chuck, taking sips of coffee every now and then. Chuck sipped his coffee before saying, You have many questions. The top one I remember from the list is that it is best to use the correct terminology, medicinal cannabis or cannabinoids. There are also two types of cannabis. The one we mostly deal with is CBD. This one does not give you hallucinations. It doesn't make you high like you see in the movies, but it's more of removing negative effects in the person who takes it, like an antidepressant or a pain relief. We mostly create a gateway to relieve people from anxiety, chronic pain, and everything else. I just sat there, not able to say a word. Chuck took another mouthful and added, We do deal with THC versions as well for those who like the high effect cannabis gives. THC does similar things to CBD but gives you the high. I just sat there, not able to say a word. Chuck took another mouthful and added, We do deal with THC versions as well for those who like the high effect cannabis gives. THC does similar things to CBD but gives you the high. He looked around and added, that high affects people differently. Sometimes it's like in the movies, other times it's not. Either way, it does relax you and sometimes has a slow reaction. He looks directly at me. I could see the color of his eyes close up. Between you and me, he continued, I do like CBD more. I have shit to do. I can't be sitting around doing nothing. THC is more of a Sunday relief. The reality just sank back into me. Am I hearing this right? Why didn't I pay attention to the first meeting? I am sure they were talking about this throughout the meeting. Chuck continued to talk to me about his company. We farm the cannabis up north with specialists who know how to mix and split the DNA to get the dosage when growing the plants. When they are good and ready for picking, we turn them into oils, pills, and tea and dry them out for, well, you know. He places his finger to his mouth like he is smoking. I was still confused. I am hearing him, right? We also create our own edibles as well. Gummies and baked goods. One of my team members is a baker. She likes the idea of combining her favorite things together. I thought, what the hell? If we could sell more, then so be it. I mean, she's really good at what she does. Chuck took another sip of his coffee while I sat there, finally hearing this for the first time. Are we building courses for farming marijuana? This is the last time I will daze off in a meeting. Chuck returns to the conversation. The only thing my staff need help with is dosage. Even though doctors have written down the amount they need to take, my staff is recommending other dosages. 
I keep telling them this could get us closed down if they keep doing this. He drank his last drop and sighed, then added, I have a deal with the doctors around town to recommend my products more than other companies, so I don't want to lose that deal. I finally managed to talk. We are building courses for marijuana? Chuck laughed. Medicinal cannabis, Sarah. It's legal in Portland. Chuck gave me a sideways stare. You're not from here, are you? I placed my cup down and said, No, I'm from Australia. Can't you tell by my accent? He wiggled his finger at me. I knew there was some sort of accent there. I just couldn't quite put my finger on it. It does sound like it's from Boston. I let out a small giggle. I started to feel relaxed around him. Chuck looked at me, studying me. What made you come to America? Well, actually, what made you come to Portland? I never told people about why I came here. Not many people ask, but I always give fluff answers when they do ask. There is a genuine reason why I left Australia. Still, I don't know Chuck well enough to tell him this, so I came up with another fluff answer. I wanted to work in Silicon Valley. But when I got there, I learned very quickly you need more than a participant certificate you got from coding camp. So I moved up to Portland because there is a tiny town somewhere called Eureka, and I'm on the hunt for it. One day they will accept me as one of their own, even though I only have a high school degree and a participant certificate from coding camp, Chuck quickly added. I let out another giggle, and then Chuck started to laugh. He laughed louder. I sat there watching him in my daze, waiting for him to finish up with his laughing. Once he managed to control himself, he told me, Sarah, you know Eureka is a fictional TV show? I knew it was a fictional TV show, but it was a show I fell in love with. So I continued playing with this joke and finally said, wait, what? You mean I would have no chance in the world to marry Fargo? That's a waste of 10 years, he let out another small chuckle. As we returned to the office, Chuck casually asked me, so are you still okay with building my courses? It didn't seem that you weren't back there. I had to think about this. It was an unusual choice of a topic to build. After all, I'm used to writing and building compliance courses and leadership programs and upskilling people in companies, but training horticulturalists on how to farm cannabis is something else. It's an unusual topic to build. I had never done anything like this before. I have had my fair share of weird courses, but this one is up there. I finally answered him, but I thought about it more, then added, at least on the plus side, I can learn how to side hustle from it. Chuck stopped me from walking into the building while giggling to himself. I found myself standing there staring at each other. Chuck brushes a strain of hair from my face, then gently brushes his finger across my cheek. I felt taken in by his action but quickly had to snap out of it. I can't do this with Chuck. I grabbed his finger off my face. Sorry, Chuck, I can't. I have work to do. Then I quickly walked into the building. I sat at my desk thinking about what just happened. Does Chuck like me? I mean, he is cute and quite well-spoken. He is interesting to talk to and is good with his money and he is attractive, dresses nicely and smells so good. But no, I just can't. Hey, where did you go? Doug said as he walked into my office, which scared me. Nowhere. Why? I quickly answered back. I thought I saw Chuck's car out the front. I just assumed that you went for a meeting with him, Doug casually mentions as he sits down. Yes! I jumped on his comment. I didn't want Doug to know about my small moment with Chuck. Yes, that's right, a meeting. Yes, a meeting. And that is all, I said quite frankly. Doug tilts his head at me, wondering why I'm acting strange. You okay, he asked. Yes, fine, I said shuffling papers around on my desk. 
Doug stared me down, confused. Okay, he said, then left. I waited until Doug left the office and quickly opened an old email from Chuck. I found his phone number and decided to text him. Hey, thanks for the coffee, but forgot to ask about the storyboards for the OH&S courses? I sat and waited for a response but realized he might not know who was texting him, so I wrote again. Oh, it's Sarah, by the way. I placed my phone down on my desk and opened up Storyline to make a start on the build when my phone buzzed. I quickly snapped it up. I opened the text message icon to find Chuck's number sitting there. Hey, Sarah. Yes, we do like the storyboards. Please go ahead with the builds. I don't know why, but this made my heart fluffer. But another text came in. I had a good time with coffee. Maybe I can take you out for dinner tonight. I sat there staring at my phone. How do I answer this? Yes, Chuck is great, but he is also a client. And I can't mix business and pleasure, especially since we are a young new company. I was about to respond before he texted me again. As friends? This made me feel better, so I texted him. Sure, I do like pasta. I walked out of the bathroom with my hair and makeup done, wearing a little black dress and black Converse sneakers. Doug stood there staring at me. I could see he was trying to think of a response to seeing me dress up so nicely. I borrowed Chastity's dress. Surprisingly, it fits, I told him. Okay, that answers one of my questions. I still have loads, Doug said as he placed a Valina folder under his arm. You have a date? He asked. No, I think... It's just a dinner, I said. With whom? Doug asked. Chuck? I answered him without thinking. Doug looked around the office, noticing it was just the two of us. Chuck? What is going on, Sarah? For one... Chuck doesn't seem to be the type of guy you go out with. Second, he is a client. Rude! I snapped at him. Doug swung himself around to look around the office again, then added, Yeah, but I never really see you date. So... He looked down at me. And it's Chuck, Sarah. I know. And I didn't make the rules, I said. Yes, you did. You told both Chastity and me on day one. Don't fuck co-workers and don't fuck clients. Those were your words. I know what I said to them both and I understand the situation I am now putting myself into. Yes, I know what I said, I spat out, but it's Chuck, and I couldn't finish that sentence. I stood there staring at Doug, watching Doug's face turn into a smile. You like Chuck, don't you? He asked. I sighed. Well, yeah, kind of, I finally said. Doug looked around the office once more. Sarah, please remember he is a client, and we need this project to succeed, and another thing. I looked at my watch and didn't let him finish his statement. Gotta go. I grabbed my jacket and put it on as I left. I arrived at the restaurant and noticed how fancy this place was. Chuck was already there. I felt so out of place. I sat down, trying to remember all the stupid etiquette crap my mother told me as the waiter poured me a glass of wine. I finally looked at Chuck, dressed in a black suit and tie. Did you come from a business meeting? He looked down at himself and realized what he was wearing. Sometimes I have to wear the monkey suit to keep my investors happy. You'll be surprised what type of investors is interested in medicinal cannabis. Then he looks at me. Okay, your turn. What's with the dress? You normally look grungy-like, almost hipster-like too, like if the 90s never left you. I looked down at myself. I didn't know what this thing was, so I wore a dress. I told him, waving my hand between us. Chuck just sat there smiling away at me. Once I maintained my calmness, I looked around the restaurant and added, I had to dress nice for a fancy place like this. Chuck giggled again. So this is a date, 
he said as he picked up his glass of wine. I sat there with the menu open, staring at him, wondering if I had used the right choice of words. No, it's just dinner with friends, and that's all. He let out a sigh after taking a taste of his wine. Sarah, you can call this whatever you want. I was just happy to see you again. Even though we saw each other this morning, I didn't have a response for that, but I started to feel that I was right in the first place, that this was, in fact, a date. I looked back at the menu, but couldn't shake the idea of us being on a date. So I closed the menu and placed it back on the table. Chuck, what would you call it? I thought it would be easy to throw it back at him. He leaned forward on the table with his hand folded in front of him. He dropped his head and looked at me. It's just two friends getting to know each other. This didn't make me feel any more comfortable. Chuck finally leans back. Sarah, how about we let go and enjoy ourselves? We are in a nice place. The wine is good and the food here is fantastic. Let's just enjoy the time we have, he said as he took another sip of his wine. I picked up my glass and hovered it near my face. The smell of fruity aromas got to me as I thought about his statement. He is right. We are at a fancy restaurant. Let's just cut loose and enjoy ourselves. After four glasses of wine, the main meal and polished off a dessert, many stories and lots of giggling. The night was coming to an end. I noticed the busy restaurant was becoming quiet, leaving Chuck and me still sitting there enjoying the night. I tried to giggle while holding on to the mouthful of wine I had just taken after hearing Chuck's latest story about one of his clients. That last mouthful got to my head, and I felt the effect of four glasses of wine. The waiter came over and placed the check on the table. Chuck picked it up and looked at it. You want to get out of here? He asked me. I placed the half-empty glass on the table and said, Sure, but I will need to call it a night then. Chuck smiled at me. Okay, he added. We walked outside. The cold air blew across my face. I closed my eyes, enjoying the cold air gently swaying in the streets. Chuck stood beside me and said, You okay? Yes, I like how the cold air blows in Portland. It's like a small kiss from a toddler. He laughed his big, roaring laugh like I told him a great joke. I opened my eyes to find him wrapped around my waist and pulling me closer. He was warm, and his arm felt comfortable wrapped around me. Then I found myself kissing him. Kissing started to lead to more. I was ready to take him home with me before I heard the words, You don't fuck with clients. I quickly stopped and pulled away from Chuck. You okay? I didn't mean... He quickly said. No, it's not you, I said back. Chuck stepped back and dragged his hand through his hair, giving me time to gather my thoughts. I'm sorry, Chuck, but I can't. You're a client, and we have this policy at work. Chuck stopped me from talking. I get it, he finally answered. I stood there watching him, trying to gather his thoughts on this. He took a deep breath before saying, I get it, Sarah. Work comes first, and I do like what you and Doug have produced so far. But when this ends, let me take you on a proper date. I stood there smiling. I do like you, Sarah. You're different, he said. Suddenly, my smile turns to disappointment. Every guy I date always tells me that I'm different. I never understood what different meant. I am different to what? I looked down at my feet, fully aware that word was hurting me. I stood there, shaking my head gently. I hate that word. Different. But Chuck is awesome, and I didn't want him to see how disappointed I was at him for describing me. I should go, I told him, heading down the street. I entered the office and saw a glow from the hangout room. I found Doug sitting on the couch, drinking a beer. 
I sat down next to him. It was typical for the two of us just to hang out in the office at all sorts of strange times. There have even been a couple of times we slept in the office because we got too tired or were just having fun hanging out together. It is also not uncommon to be just one of us hanging around in the office occasionally. I took my shoes off and looked over at Doug. He looked back. I grab his hand and then curl under his arm. I am glad to have Doug in my life. He patted my back and said, I guess it didn't go well. No, it did, but I'd rather grow my company, I told him staring at the TV. Doug and I spent the next month working on each course's designs. Testing, designing, more testing, reviewing, 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 until we got the tick of approval from Chuck and his team. I did see Chuck quite a bit since that night, but we kept things professional between us. It was awkward at first, but then it became easier. We packaged a couple of Chuck's courses, placed them onto their LMS, and waited for approval from Chuck's team. I sat on my couch in my office, mindlessly scrolling through Instagram, when Chastity walked in with a gift basket. Looks like someone really likes the courses you guys made, she said, as she placed the massive basket on my desk. I placed my tablet down and walked over to see the basket. So many goodies to eat, Chastity said to me. I examined the basket while Chastity said, Sarah, if I know who this is from, please take small bites. Then she left the room. I saw the card on the basket handle. Thank you for all your hard work, Chuck and team from Wellness. I opened it up and took a cookie from the tin of cookies. I looked at it and said, I can't see the harm of it, and started to eat it. Well, that was a good cookie. I mean, a really good cookie, like a really great cookie. I started to giggle. I had to stop laughing, as I couldn't remember what was so funny. I started feeling really good, like everything stressing me out just left. I noticed that I could think straight. And that pain in my fingers was gone, too. I can bend my fingers without them hurting. Amazingly, I haven't been able to do that for a couple of years. I stood there watching my hand turn from straight to bend, then back again. It was a wonderful thing to see. Sarah, I heard my name being called. Sarah, I turned to see Doug hanging out the door. Oh my God, I'm so glad Doug is here. I need to show him this fantastic thing my hands can do. Doug, look. I placed my hand in front of his face, opening and closing them. Great, Sarah, we have a meeting with a new client now, he said as he placed my hands down. The thing is, I heard what Doug said, but the calmness I felt was overpowering. All I could do was stand there enjoying the moment. He came back in and said, are you coming? Yes, was all I could manage. Then I felt him grab my hand and lead me out of the office. I sat down with a thud in the chair in the boardroom as Doug set up the Zoom meeting with our new client. I sat there watching him, noticing how the voices in my head had stopped. All those racing thoughts had just stopped. I was able to think about one thing at a time. I didn't feel as nervous or anxious as I always felt. I didn't have a list of things I needed to do running in my head to ensure that this meeting would go smoothly or that nothing wrong would happen. I could just sit there in this calmness around me. I found myself enjoying this stillness. Doug sat down in front of me. I noticed his nervousness. Chill, mate. It would be fine. He stopped what he was doing to stare at me. I can tell he thought of something to say, but decided not to. Chastity walked in with my stuff and a glass of water. You're going to need this, she whispered. I sat there staring at the glass of water. The TV flickered, and this lady popped on. I turned my head to face her. I couldn't help noticing she was looking down with one headphone in her ear. Good, you can hear us, Doug said across the room. 
Yes, we can, she said back. Fantastic, Doug responded. I burst out laughing. Oh, yes, that word, fantastic, is such a funny word. I saw Doug staring at me, so I covered my mouth, trying not to let another giggle out. Good afternoon. This is Sarah, head of the chalkboard learning. Doug continued on. This calmness allowed me to think of other things, like the word chalkboard. It is such a strange word. It's not one of those words that sounds the same as it's spelt. I mean, you can't hear the L in the word. No wonder Chastity spelt it wrong on our door. Chalk, 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 I repeated, trying to hear the L in the word. Sorry, is everything okay? The voice said. I quickly turned my head toward the voice and answered for them. Yes, but don't you think the word chalk is a funny word? You could spell it so many different ways. Doug interrupted me. Sarah, we understand the word chalk is spelt differently on our logos. Could we get on with the meeting? I waggled my finger in the air. Yes, let's do this. I could see Doug shuffling through the papers on the desk. Well, yes, um, he got lost. I quickly stood up. Hello, I'm Sarah. And I'm Monica from SciFly, the voice said. Great, now we know each other, I said. This is off to a good start. I started to pace. I was trying to think of something before I heard, Sarah, is everything okay? You've been pacing across the screen for about five minutes without saying a word. Have I? I said. Monica smiled at me through the Zoom meeting. Sarah, are you okay? You don't seem to be yourself. Oh, I ate a cookie, a really good cookie, and now I can think straight, I replied. Monica let out a giggle and continued to smile. Welcome to Portland, Sarah. I didn't understand what that meant as I had been here for 10 years. Welcoming me into my new home is like welcoming me to my old home. Doug stood up, realizing what was happening, and stood beside me. Look, Monica, I'm sorry, but I guess this is not the best time for us. Could we reschedule for tomorrow instead? Of course, Doug, I'll email you sometimes. The Zoom meeting ended, and Doug grabbed me and pushed me into my office. I sat down on the couch. I tried to look up at Doug, standing before me with his arms folded. He was mad at me. Sarah, what the hell, he said. I'm quite tired, I need to sleep, I replied to him. Chastity walked in and whispered to Doug. I watched him turn around to see the basket on my desk. He noticed the half-eaten cookie on my desk. He laughs. Sarah, how much did you eat? You do realize you're high right now. All I could do was sit there and smile away at him. I need to make a call. You stay here, he told me. Don't move. I lay down on the couch and closed my eyes for a bit. I knew they were heavy, so I need to rest them. As I woke up, I heard a familiar voice. How are you feeling? As I tried to get up, I said, I feel nauseous. Oh yeah, that's normal when it's your first time. But the thing is, my product contains little impact. Chuck went through the basket of goodies and pulled out the tin where the cookie came from. Oh, you ate the mixture batch. I forgot I added those in. What are you talking about? I asked Chuck. Mixture batches are the edibles with a mixture of CBD and THC. This will take the edge off. Think like pain relief, and the THC gets you high. It's like making you feel really good. He grabbed some black stick things out of the basket. Sarah, stick to these. I got a good deal with this vaping company, and they turn the CBD oils we create into vapes. This will stop any pain you have without getting too high from it, so you won't feel sick or drowsy from it. I tried to sit up, feeling all sore and stiff from lying on the couch, realizing what I heard from Chuck. Chuck, you know vaping is bad for you? True, but... Chuck shrugged at me. 
I stretched my arms and my back. I replayed the conversation in my head again. Hang on, my racing thoughts are back. Did Chuck just tell me what I think he told me? Wait, you got me high? Well, you got yourself high, I just simply supplied it, he said. I dropped myself back on the couch, noticing my old emotions, the racing thoughts, and the noise in my mind were returning to me. Chuck came over with a glass of water. I took it and took a few sips. Your products are surprisingly good. I never felt so free before, I told him as I handed the glass back. Free? I hadn't heard that one before, he said, surprised. I mean, the noise in my head was gone, and my hands bent. It felt free to me. I could think straight. I didn't have to make lists in my mind to ensure any situation I was in would come out smoothly. I didn't have to overthink the outcomes of any other situation I was in. And my fingers bend, Chuck, they can bend. Without hurting, Chuck smiled at me. Okay, good, I guess. I turn around to face Chuck, and he sits beside me, smiling away like he wants to say something. There was something on his mind. Sarah, he finally said. I drew my attention towards him, waiting for him to say what he wanted to say. Please go on a second date with me. I sat there looking at him. I can see his expression. He wanted this. He seems to really like me. I mean, me. Out of all the girls in Portland, me. I mean, Chuck is a great guy. I wonder where this would go if I continue with the second date. I took a deep breath, placed my hands around his face and pulled him in closer. I told him straight up what I was thinking. No, it's bad for business, Chuck. If you weren't a client, I let go of his face, but he, being optimistic, said, so there is a chance? He smiled at me and was about to leave the room. He hangs in the doorway and said, I'll see you when this is all done. And then he left. You have been listening to Learning and Development. Tune in next time.